0: To our daily gun show, we come to you live every weeknight at midnight Eastern, and we talk about guns for an hour. Uh, we've got a couple people joining us tonight. We got Gary jumping in from Kansas. Thanks for joining. Thanks for the invite. And we got Rooster jumping in from Minnesota. Thanks for jumping in. Hey, yeah, you're welcome. Hope everybody's doing well tonight. I am. I'm doing down. I'm in, down here in Arizona. Hope everybody is doing well as well. And. We've got some people over on the uh, platform where we're hosting this for now Until the better platform start doing live and they have links over on gunchannels.com which is a community we're we built. This for now oh, there. Uh, running this on gunchannels.com which is a community that we built five years ago uh, it was a group effort and uh, has been a collaboration of people's efforts over those five years and uh, we have a chat a text chat over there so This show, like many of the shows over on Gun Channels, is an effort to be in the new media, an interactive uh, conversation about guns. So we uh, do this uh, using the new tech, right? Using phones and using chat rooms and using uh, whatever platforms allow us to go live. uh, Using the idea of getting together like we would around the water cooler at a uh, gun show or at the uh, gun shop or at the range. Uh, to have conversations about guns ideally not uh, focused on whatever the mainstream is telling us is the news of the day so we tend to uh, talk about the things that we're interested in today is friday 14th of december so that makes it free patch friday one of our projects is the gear website store where we uh... try to keep our projects online by selling stuff and uh... On Fridays, we, hand, we give out free patches with any order over there, and since this is the last time we can send something out that'll get in the mail tomorrow and still get to everybody by Christmas, uh, we tried to encourage a bunch of sales today by doing a uh, uh, thank you, uh, I don't know what to call it, giveaways, I guess, uh, where we put a bunch of stuff together, uh, some stuff that I had that had been taken to gun shows and hadn't been moving and uh, some of the patches that have been given to us by other patch creators out there over the years, as well as some of our own patches and some uh, other cool stuff. Uh, Some books from the Gun Rights Policy Conference, and uh, we went on to Instagram earlier and bagged up. I think I have seven of those all bagged up right now, and I'm thinking you know we'll give out quite a few of those tonight. At this point, we have 15 orders that came in today. We do appreciate that. That is what allows us to stay online. We have quite a few projects out there, Uh, Many hundred of websites, uh, 350 of them all together, about a hundred and something of them are online and doing stuff. Uh, We're were, uh, always efforting to bring more stuff onto the Internet. Um, That's what I do for a living. I personally find it interesting. And uh, we can get into that story some other time, but uh, that's one of the things that costs some money to exist. Uh, We have a couple of online communities, Gun Channel's being a large one. Gun Channels, of course, is self-sufficient. We were just chatting about that on the uh, text chat before the show went live today. But uh, we rarely have to ever talk about the finances of Gun Channels because it is funded uh, primarily by a few uh, interested people who keep the place online. It doesn't have a tremendous cost, but it is significant for me. And uh, it's completely self-sufficient. So thanks for the people who uh, make that community possible and the people that not only uh make it possible financially, but make it a a useful community that fosters content creation. Um, Besides gun channels, we have the Every Second Matters community, a community that we're trying to foster uh, with again, very little emphasis on fundraising to raise awareness of our second amendment. And more importantly, the ability of us each to contribute to that awareness and that reach. Uh, The organizations that are out there are always going to and always have struggled with technology and organizations working together are always going to deal with you know the issues with multiple people being involved in projects but those disadvantages can also be advantages and those of us who are just interested advocates for those organizations uh, ideally will use a a system like uh, every second matters another community that uh, is simple to join there's absolutely no cost anyone can join. And the idea there is it's a group of tools that allow people to amplify the existing messages from those gun owners rights groups that already are doing tremendous effort and have been very effective. Uh, It's an opportunity for people who want to join into that to not disrupt their flow or not disrupt their systems, but simply to enhance and uh, that's a community that again, it takes some time and it takes a little bit of money and the contributions of people who uh, buy stuff on the gear website store, or contribute to our Patreon accounts. Those those are the communities that are uh, funded by those efforts. Uh, and then we do some other things online as well. And uh, you know, the videos and the uh, social media presence, uh, I attempt to keep history alive and not just history of stuff that you can't afford to buy, but Boring history, history like today, the anniversary of Brian Terry's death, Uh, you know, not because it's morbid, but because fuck Obama and fuck the ATF for sending guns to Mexico, allowing something like that to happen, knowing that that's exactly what they wanted to happen so that they can still fear that the rifles are somehow to blame. So uh, that kind of history and stuff is what I have passion for. And it's difficult because there's not much interest in it, so it doesn't get a lot of uh, financial support out there, except for people like yourselves that I'm preaching to the choir right now, but I figure somebody might listen to this who isn't uh, participating already, and again, this is a way to let them know uh, that the people that are participating uh, are very valued. Thank you very much for allowing us to do what we do. So we'll talk about uh, giving away all that stuff a little bit later on in the show. It's Friday, though. We usually talk about the industry and uh, tech. So we can talk about whatever topics we want. There are links out there. This is supposed to be a, a panel discussion. Uh, Gary consistently jumps in. I really appreciate that. Otherwise I'd be here by myself and these shows will be about five minutes long. Bruce has been jumping in uh, quite a bit lately. Again, thank you. I know it's late at night. Uh, so for that reason, we're probably gonna change the show up. I'll continue to do the show as long as possible we're on episode 710. I think that's pretty neat. There's a very few shows that reach that level and it's, uh, not difficult. It doesn't cost me much to go live. Uh, it just takes time out of the day and, uh, I'm not trying to lecture or be famous here. I just want to keep a fucking conversation going. So if people don't jump in, I'll do what I can to keep that conversation going, uh, as long as I can. So, uh, Without harping on everybody for not jumping in here, all I can do is say there's fucking links out there, join in, or the show will go away, I guess. But uh, what do we want to talk? Tech? Uh, the uh, industry? Anything come to mind?
1: I'm up for some tech talk. I uh, don't have anything in particular, I guess. It's always, oh, good. always neat to see the direction we can head.
2: what is new in the world of tech
0: I don't know we'll probably be finding out some things here at SHOT Show have you heard anything new coming out
2: just heard some inklings on new guns I don't know technology wise I'm not really up on the new stuff a roosted have you heard anything
1: no, I honestly, I, I'm way behind when it comes to that sort of thing. I've been pretty busy with work and working on my own channel, being a little bit selfish, I guess. I haven't done as much Google foo as I should be doing.
2: Yeah, I get most of my news from watching, you know, stuff on gun channels and stuff like that. That's how I find out a lot of my information, because I don't subscribe to an awful lot of uh industry tech stuff out there. I'm not real sure where you'd go for that information. You know, people you can trust. I trust most of the people on gun channels, so
1: and most of the people I know uh like Skyward. Go ahead, the, G, I'm sorry.
0: They're not out like going and having like insider meetings with people. They're just watching the various headlines and watching the uh people that are having those meetings or what and that's you know basically the best you can do is have people that are casually interested who gather and then you get the extract from whatever they've browsed at right and that's how I think that's how you stay well informed you know the smartest people out there the people that have got the most going on they don't have an opportunity to research every little thing they are you know network with people who are efficient at being aware right and then they are you know, they hone the uh, conversations down to where they can, like Gary's saying, get the information from others on, uh, like I said, the essence of whatever's going on. But anyway, I don't know uh, as far as tech-wise, I haven't heard anything new uh, or innovative coming out this year. Like maybe the little Derringers were kind of interesting a couple of years back. You know, the bullpup double ber- uh, double mag. Shotguns were kind of a big thing years ago.
1: PSA's got their second generation uh, KS47 is out now. So it's is that the AR15, AR15 AR platform that runs on uh, AK47 mags, 7.62 by 39. It's yeah. kind of cool looking. Another
0: incarnation of something that already exists, though. And somebody said something. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they. Go ahead,
1: Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I'm sure they just upgraded some stuff and worked out a few
2: bugs, you know. Somebody had said something that, uh, and this is a little bit off topic, but that they were coming out with a different version of the Shockwave, I believe, next year that's going to have some wood furniture. A little bit heavier version of it. I- That could be interesting. A little bit heavier duty strap up front. So, I I still have yet to... I still have yet to shoot for our own one, so.
1: I think if I was going to go that direction, I probably had like 20 gauge myself.
2: Yeah, me too. Uh... Just me personally, I think I've got enough shotguns in my house. I'm not sure that I need another one. Yeah, they probably would be a little easier to get through your house, you know, small hallways and stuff like that. but uh I don't think it's all that difficult if you've got I've got one of my two shotguns has a cut down barrel down to eighteen and a half, and it's pretty maneuverable.
1: Yeah, the only shotgun
2: I own is an eighteen and a half inch uh,
1: five hundred with a pistol grip on it. So yeah, let's see. Mossberg introduces twenty nineteen shockwave models. They got three separate ones. One is you got a link or very tactical or very original looking. The second one's got a
0: flat you, top with a rail. You screen and your, shroud. You screen share it or link. Oh it? I yeah, I can. So Georgia truckers out there uh, saying on the uh, one side of this platform that doesn't like guns over here, saying, I am waiting to see what Walter's coming out with since somebody in here won't talk. And since Ghost won't join this chat, I'll tell you, because he told me off air, It's I'll tell you what Walter's coming out with because he already knows, and he told us. So I'm willing to spill the beans. Uh, it's a belt-fed 380. It's tripod <laughs> mounted but it's a 380s. <laughs> Can hold like five thousand rounds in like this sort of like a looks like an office chair type of like arrangement. That would be cool. It looks like the cross between like a Weber, and a lawnmower. I don't know. They think <laughs> it's. See pictures. <laughs> you can get in full auto Let's or full see honor. here. That's
2: what you get, ghost, for not being in here to defend yourself. <laughs>
0: He has a link. I like the thought of a belt. Now, now his secret's out, and his links with uh, Walter are going to be jeopardized, but that's what happens. <laughs> yeah, you know, what's going Lego on? There you go, G. Top did that ones. screen share come up? Yeah, it's working. Thanks. To that. that top one's okay. Those other ones can keep them.
1: Yeah, it's kind of different. I, yeah, I guess good I'm good. into the wood, I suppose.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. That sounded terrible. It's kind of pretty. What the hell's the
0: deal with the one on the bottom? This one down here, what's that? Sticking off it. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's like one of them chainsaw grips where it goes under like a horseshoe and then comes up like uh, perpendicular to the gun. Oh, sure. I got you. So you could like overhand it. Yeah. I don't know how it isn't a vert grip, but, you know, it comes up the top. And then I guess you can pump from there. I don't know. It's for shooting from the hip, I guess. And maybe for some sort of like, I don't know, just recreational, like fun shooting, you shoot a bunch of bowling pins like that or something, or a bunch of antique cans on a fence. Do you see the names they got on these? The 590 Night
1: Stick, the 590 Shock and Saw, and the 590
0: PX, SPX. Well shotgun saw is that one I'm sure. What's the I don't can't imagine what they're calling that other one. Is that have, supposed to have like an optic rail on it? That makes no sense.
2: SPA. Yeah,
1: it does. It's got the pick rail on top of it. Oh now I feel bad. Can't tell if it comes with a side saddle or not, but
0: I don't know. I guess the wood's an improvement in my opinion. The wood yeah. they look like an old seventies shot off shotgun almost. They'd have a vented yeah, yeah. barrel. But that's not new. No, that was at no, least that's... not two years ago. Chad.
2: They'd have a barrel shroud or is it a vented? Oh, one of them looked like it had holes in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, it's just a, a barrel tray. shroud. Barrel shroud, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Keep it from getting hot, I suppose. Well, that's interesting because a lot of times one of the definitions of the uh, these things that have no mm-hmm. definition is that they can't have a shoulder thing that comes up gotta watch out for the
1: shoulder thing that comes up yeah it's it must be a pistol shoulder thing well I just watched one uh, video by classic firearms where they installed a brace kit and ported barrel on one on
0: a 12 gauge so okay here I'm feeling bad sorry about spilling the beans on that hopefully I can edit it after if you want and then it'll sound like just a gap (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know i was sitting there lying in bed just ready to go to bed listening to daily gun show and then i hear some crap being talked and i was like okay <laughs> you know gary's calling me out i was like oh crap all right <laughs> What i was gonna say though as you found it that already that's there's a great article back in october on american rifleman that has a bunch of cool stuff coming out but it, it looks like you've already found it so But, yeah, yeah. so thanks for calling me out, Gary. I appreciate you, buddy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What are friends for, man?
3: Exactly. Yeah. Uh, With friends like this, I don't need any any. of
2: these.
1: You didn't think you were actually going to get to go to bed after all that excitement of giving away a shotgun, did you?
3: (laughs) No. I had just gotten off the damn phone with Clover like 10 minutes ago. I'm stuffing my face with some food go lie down in bed and hit the, my head hits the pillow Just kind of got the daily gun show on and all of a sudden i hear gary will that's what you good for not being in here to defend yourself I'm like oh god here we
2: go okay all right i'll, I'll bite i'll bite you didn't hear what uh you didn't hear what uh, g said earlier then did you um no i
0: didn't so oh, he's gonna have to repeat that oh well I'm embarrassed now, but because you didn't jump in here, I told everybody what you told us privately off-air from Walther. Oh, well, you, you should not do that. <laughs> well, hopefully it doesn't jeopardize it. But <laughs> you're probably not going to be in with them anymore, but uh, it's just, all good. Now everybody knows they're coming out with that 380 ACP belt-fed tripod-mounted office chair-looking thing.
3: Well, it's it's based off a lawnmower, actually. It's a walk it's a it's a driving a riding lawnmower. It's kind of got like a mini gun on the back. It's pretty cool. But it's belt fed three eighty off of a minigun. So just think about that. That's pretty cool.
0: It's supposedly like for recreational shooting, but then also if you got like a lot of weeds, you just I mean it, exactly. I mean
3: if, if you watch Grand Trito, this is perfect for Clint Eastwood. Get off my lawn or I'll shoot you with my minigun,
2: you know. So. That's what I was referring to when I said that's what you get for not being in here. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> the secret's out, guys. A
3: belt-fed mini gun, three eighty on the back of a riding lawnmower is coming out from Walther.
0: I told you it was a stretch, but you know they're thinking that that's going At this point,
3: there, you know what the sad thing is: is I'd buy it if it was real. <laughs> I could well, afford yeah,
0: it, I would too. If they could run a drive-off of your riding lawnmower. And then run that to, like, some sort of a air pre- air compressor. And then mm-hmm. you get a hopper with BBs, right? Maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know, something like uh, um, either fertilizer BBs or, like, uh, little uh, garden, what do you call them, like uh, flower seeds with, like, a little fertilizer, little gate around it to make it round, right? So as yeah, you yeah. and in a little hopper and you're like on your riding lawnmower and it's creating this uh, air compressors, creating air pressure for you automatically. And then right. you have this little turret up there and you got like a thing where you're just shooting either fertilizer or flower seeds all over your yard. you know, you're like That birds would be awesome. And stuff.
2: Yeah, instead of tilling up all that dirt, you can just shoot holes in it. Oh, that's, that's right. That's I a mean. heck of an idea.
0: Back when I was a sucker and I had to cut lawns every fucking, or sorry, every, well, it's my show, i say every fucking week, then, so it used to be in all shows where I got to be, I right, know. Uh, you know, I had to cut lawns all the damn time could get bored of shit, sitting there driving back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, right, just night shoot at stuff. Uh, I figure a seed hitting the window, even with a, a lot of air pressure, I didn't get it ain't gonna break in the window, I just going to break the seed up. Mm-hmm. It's just like fertilizer.
2: Somebody needs to invent that now. Mm
3: -hmm. More importantly, if you live in an area with a lot of oak trees, you can gather up all the acorns and really have a good time with it. Ooh, Yeah.
1: Get off my lawn. (laughs) (laughs) Acorns used to be some of my favorite wrist rocket ammunition.
3: Oh, yeah. Loved it.
1: They'll
3: do some damage, man. They hurt. It's all over the place where
2: I
0: grew up. Anyway, so we we're you're in here. Thanks for jumping in. we were talking about in, um, industry, mm-hmm. the pickups industry or tech. So um, you guys had one of your uh, people that contributed to your um, your big sweepstakes last hour or last show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, was the, I forget what their the name of the company is, but where they shoot the cleaning hatch mm-hmm. uh, to go? shotgun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's probably, I think I've heard of it before, but at least uh, it's something that's back again and um, barely, you know, I guess innovative. It's not yeah. common and it's um, something that, you know, you might not do. I don't think I would think of it for like just plain old cleaning, but I can totally understand having a couple of those things in your pack or something if you're out duck hunting or what. And or even deer hunting oh, yeah. and you knock your barrel into the ground and uh, or just get it all muddy or something, and then you just wanna give it a you know effective sweep without carrying around stupid snake. I don't I don't I don't want to carry around dirty snake when I'm hunting. Exactly.
3: Yeah, I think that the um and I tried to get Clover to hinting, but he wouldn't. You know, he's t- he's bound to secrecy. But I think that there could be possibly a chance in 2019 that it's going to go to, you know, full metal jacket type cartridges also. I mean, it's going to be.
0: Oh, well, he's not in here and I don't have any problem with with telling his secrets. So here's yeah. he told me off air and I'll tell everybody right now. I don't even care. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, what they're going to do is, you know, like a Q-tip. They're going to knock the, the, the fuzzy part off a Q-tip. Load that into a nine millimeter,
3: and then that's how they clean nine millimeter barrels. <laughs> Full cotton. Anything, anything that you can do to knock the nine millimeter right. <laughs> but no, I, I think the, the the idea is pretty ingenious because there are a lot of people that, unlike me, I, I like cleaning my guns, and it's just one of those things I just have always gotten used to, um, just cleaning my guns every time I shoot them. But there are people that don't, and obviously these things are not going to perfectly clean that barrel and they're not going to get everything. But for the person that doesn't want to take the time to, like you said, put a snake through that and everything and get all nasty. This at least will keep it to where it's manageable. You know, it's clean enough to continue to do what you got to do. So like you said, it's nothing new, but it hasn't been around for a while. And the fact that they came back with it. Yeah. I mean, I think that's pretty cool. It's, It's helping somebody out there. There is a market for that, obviously, you know,
1: has anybody get cut into, one apart?
3: I haven't. No, I haven't. I haven't got my hands on one yet. Clover's got some. Um, I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's opening it up yet, yet or not. I don't know.
1: I was, that'd be a I really don't cool what video, the though. Look
3: like. yeah, yeah, that'd what? be a really cool video. Might have to tell him to do that. The concept is cool. I mean, there's you know, there's. There's all sorts, of, and we know a company that we've kind of gotten to know at Wanamaker, but I met them at SHOT Show last year. They've had, I would say, seemingly a, a big year, probably their biggest year they ever had, but they're kind of everywhere. But Fort Scott Munitions has really kind of taken the lead, I think, in the market for the non-lead projectile uh, market. Because you see Fort Scott Munitions everywhere. So they, they took a, a very big gamble of putting all of the resources into non-lead projectiles. And I think it's paid off because they've had a pretty good year also. So sometimes it's nice to see these companies are taking risks and kind of going against the grain and maybe seeing a trend happening, but no one's willing to take that risk. And they did it, and it's worked out for them because Fort Scott's had a really good year.
2: Yeah, I can remember that a year or two ago, you could barely find the stuff anywhere, and now mm-hmm. it's everywhere. And their it's table everywhere. their table at Wanamaker was just huge, and they had a bunch of new stuff they'd come out with. They're getting into the bigger calibers and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And just pretty exciting seeing them grow like that.
3: Yeah, I actually interviewed them. um, did an interview with them at SHOT Show last year. They're down there in the dungeon and kind of in the corner. And I was talking with the owner a little bit because no one was really there. and, And he was like, this is kind of a make or break year for us. You know, we've really put pretty much everything we have they went after the 6.5 Cree. they went after the three oh eight. they went after the 30- I mean, they went after a lot of these high caliber guns that were non-lead projectiles, and he's like, this is kind of a make or break year for us, and we're, we've put everything into this basket thinking that it's a trend getting ready to happen, we want to be in the front end of it. Like he said, it could have gone either way, but I think that it actually worked out well for him this year, so I'm really, you know, they're good people, they're very good people, so I'm happy for them. It'll be interesting to see it's what really their nice booth looks like this year at Shot Show because I know I remember how it was last year. They didn't have all the money because they put everything into the product. It'll be interesting to see what their booth looks like this year if it's bigger or not.
1: I hope they're getting some uh, return on their risk because it's it's nice to see a company that's proactive and starting to work its way away from lead. Because anybody who you know has done any waterfowl hunting, I mean, that's all switched over to steel shot now. Yeah, so we can if we can get away from lead on our own maybe we won't need any regulations yeah
0: and efforting yeah. It goes a long way for whatever they're sitting down to compromise what was that G putting effort towards it and research into it goes along yeah. you know it's, it's not like we're sitting down at the table and saying well let's get started we're sitting down at the table and saying here's what we've already done so you know, what yeah. is your suggestion here? You know, they they always want everything and at least we're coming to the table with some effort in that direction, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so said, much I mean, better for us as just
1: shooters to do it on our own or have the companies that we're involved with, you know, start to solve these problems before they happen. We could be a little more proactive.
3: You know, it's nice because you hear, you know, at least I do, I'm sure everyone on here is here all the time, that... You know, the gun industry is not innovative anymore. There's no one out there doing anything crazy. They're not being, they're just taking the old recipe and just upgrading it. And then you hear a company who's literally put everything that they have into a product that they believe in. They're literally rolling the dice, trying to be innovative for the industry. And it's nice to see sometimes it pays off because you don't hear the hundreds of stories or thousands of stories where it doesn't pay off. But it's nice to see a company that really are good people They really are good people that really kind of had a, they, they took that risk and it seemingly has paid off. So it's really nice to see the innovation. And that's what I like about the dungeon and the SHOT Show, the lower level, is that's where you see the innovation, these smaller companies that are really taking the risk to kind of create something cool. And it's just unfortunate that most of them don't work out.
0: Well, stuff doesn't work out, but it gives me an idea and then something yeah. else developed from it, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true.
1: Yeah, hopefully if one company fails, another will piggyback off of that idea with maybe a, a fresh point of view on it and do something a little different or market it a little bit better and, you know, it'll grow.
3: Yeah, see, I think a lot of it is probably the marketing. I think that the products are good enough. But if no one knows about them, then it's hard to do well, you know. So the marketing size obviously a major role in that. The Fort Scott's everywhere. I mean, you see them, like I said, you see them at Wanamaker, but you see them everywhere. You know, they're there if there's a big gun show, they're trying to get there they're trying to be, you know, a headliner. I mean, they were they they had a pretty good sized booth at, at Wanamaker the last couple of times. so they're they're trying to put them put themselves in front of everybody, which is what you gotta do, you know.
2: If you haven't tried shooting it, buy a box of it.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: I've got a couple.
3: What do you think of it?
2: I like it. I like it a lot.
1: Yeah. Now, do they focused on like a strictly self defense style ammo, or is this some plinking stuff? And uh, where do they come in price wise compared to some other ammos?
3: um price-wise i mean it's competitive i mean you know you're talking about non-lead projectiles and all of that so i mean they're using different materials so i mean it's it's not it's you're not gonna go to walmart and get get it for what you would get you know just a normal lead-based round or whatever but it's not outrageous they do have um home defense type rounds, but, uh, you know, I, I think they were kind of started with, I think they're out of Kansas or Nebraska, aren't
2: they, Gary? They're out of Fort Scott, Kansas. Yes.
3: Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I think they, they started kind of with the, the higher calibers at first they're big into hunting and stuff like that. And, um, they have everything. Uh, it's just, you know, what they're trying to push and all that they've got, they've got everything you want.
2: Yeah. Their handgun ammos and 10 mil, they've got a 10 millimeter now, yeah. three fifty seven sig 38 special 380, 40 Smith and Wesson, 45, and 9 millimeter. Mm-hmm. And they got it all,
3: you know. But uh, I know they're pushing. Well, obviously, their their big one this year, uh, at least they announced it in shot show last year, was the 65 Creed. But everybody was trying to get the 65 Creed, you know.
2: Yeah, they've got 655 five yeah. or 65 Creed. Yeah, they do. They've got one, two, three, nine different rifle ammo rounds. Yep. So
3: they they like I said, you know, and I have no association with them whatsoever, just the fact that I respect the fact that they took a chance and literally put all their eggs in a basket and said, "This is either gonna be a great year or we're closing our doors, and I respect that, so I have no association with them, so i'm not I'm not plugging them because of anything personal, I just respect them,
2: you know
1: yeah, it takes balls,
2: yeah, I plug them. Mainly because they've been really friendly to me at Wanamaker, and, well, I've got a soft spot for them because they're from my state. (laughs) Now, how far are they from you? Oh, gosh. It's uh, about an hour and 15 minutes, not far. Oh, man.
3: I bet you you could probably get a really cool video of going to their factory or something.
2: Well, Hank Strange was in there a couple months ago doing a video because they went out and blew up a pickup out in the field with bunch of tannerite. But uh he wanted to go in and actually tour the factory and they said they didn't allow factory tours. Evidently a lot of their stuff is trade secret or something like that. Where who? Fort Scott. Now they've got at their at their home site they have a big they have a big company store there, you know, with all their ammo and stuff. And then they've got some a stuffed bear and stuff like that that's been taken with their ammo and stuff like that. And do you know the whole story behind the bear? I've heard it. I it's don't. It's awesome. Uh, okay, so the owner
3: of Fort Scott... I'm sorry, G, do you mind if I tell the story? I don't want to take over your show.
0: No, that's what it's all about. Do it.
3: Okay, alright. So the owner of Fort Scott Munitions, um, his daughter... Now, she started this when she was 14. I think she's like 16 or 17 now. But his daughter was really touched about Do you remember when the dallas cop a few years ago got shot and it was just a big ordeal and she was emotionally attached to this story for whatever reason and so she started this thing called blue line bears and every time that there is a police officer killed in action across the country she contacts the department and or the family and tries to get a uniform from that law enforcement officer and she makes a teddy bear and uses their uniform to dress it and their badge and everything personally drives to wherever that is, whether, no matter where it is in the country, they drive and they deliver the blue line bear to the family. So they're using the uniform from the fallen officer, their badge and everything, put it on this bear and present it to the family. And that's a really cool thing.
2: And you can buy, they've got several tins that you can buy the ammo in, kind of like specialty tins, and one of them is a blue line bearish tin, and there's some of the proceeds from that goes towards that project.
0: Yeah,
3: and I think that there's a percentage of every box of ammo also go towards that project as well, so, you know, it's it's a cool thing, but his daughter started that when she was 14, and... They drive around the country on delivering bears to families of fallen law enforcement officers. I think that's a pretty cool story also.
2: I like the way they market their stuff. Yeah, they're doing a good job, that's for sure.
3: I think they're here to stay.
2: Yeah, Fine Ape says all you got to tell them is you're a CNC machinist for 10 years experience. I think it'd probably take more than that to get in the <laughs> shop. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if you, I mean,
3: maybe if you say I won't bring any drop, my I'll drop my phone off. I, mean, I won't bring a
2: phone, no cameras. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it probably wouldn't, but it's worth asking. Yeah, they might be all right with that. I mean, I guess it can't hurt to ask, but if they wouldn't let Hank Strange back there, I'm pretty sure they're not going to let go well, And you don't know
3: back. that he, they didn't let Hank Strange back there. They just might not have been able to video it. You know, Right,
2: that's true, too. That's true. But there's lots of other stories like that, little companies that took a chance. I mean, that's how you have to stand out in this world. You you can either do what everybody else does or you can take a chance and, you know, change things up a little bit and hope that somebody takes notice. A lot of people will fail, some will succeed. But I like to, when I see local people like that trying to do something, I like to try to support them. And I think uh, you know, yeah, yeah. everybody. Everybody should. I'm not just saying, you know, don't buy nationally sold stuff. Only buy stuff from local vendors. But by all means, if you see new people out there trying some new stuff, give it a shot. You know, give it an honest. I've bought a couple, a couple, three different companies that I've ran into in gun shows around here that have started ammo factories and stuff like that. And I'll buy a box of their ammunition and try it. And I'll let them know.
3: Yeah, we've got a a holster company based here in Arkansas called Klinger. I never heard of it, but yeah, they I've heard really of. good. They really make really good holsters, and they're they, they're from Arkansas. And every gun that I actually will carry or could carry, I own a Klinger holster for those guns because they're from Arkansas. Yeah, you know, the gun that I carry right now is the I'm carrying the Walther, and I'm using a Klinger holster. And I use it for the shield. I mean, their holsters are really, really good. Now, they're nothing special. They're not any better than anybody else's Kydex holsters. It's a Kydex holster pretty much as a Kydex holster. But if I'm going to buy a Kydex holster, I'd rather buy it from a company here in Arkansas. You know, so I agree with you 100%. You know, if, if you're not giving up quality, why not support them?
2: Yeah, you want to keep the local guys in business unless you only want one or two companies in a whole country making your holsters. I like to see the small people succeed too. It keeps people working, keeps local people working, keeps your state's economy or your local economy. Good. You know, it's like, it's like G talking about, you know, buying local as far as your guns and stuff like that. You keep that money local; it goes into the tax base. It keeps, keeps people working. It keeps the businesses open. So you have more choices. Everybody wins when you have more choices.
4: That's true. Free market's a beautiful thing. Yep. Yeah, Ghost, I wanted to jump in and tell you. Uh, don't knock that lower level because two years ago, um, Hudson was in that lower level. and oh, they, yeah. act, they actually jumped in on somebody else's booth. They, uh, I forget who's uh, who it was that they sweet-talked into uh, sharing their space. Mm-hmm. but they jumped in with somebody else to uh, just to be on the, that lower
3: level. Oh man. I'm not knocking. I spent 85% of my time last year at shot show in the dungeon. Yeah. I love the dungeon. Yeah. That's, that's where I spent my time at. I love that stuff. Oh yeah. I, I agree. 100%. That's where, like I said, that's where the innovation is. These companies are trying new things and they're trying, like you said, they've got three mortgages on their houses and, Everything they've got in this company, trying—I love that fact. No, I'm, I'm a huge fan of dungeon. Love yep. it. Plus, it was next to the smoking area, so it helps. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you would know anything about that, right, Pink? <laughs> yeah, no. There's one up. There's one upstairs too. Yeah, I know, but I always went downstairs. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, because you're. We kind of had a, our coordinated smoking times. So.
4: <laughs> I would always go out the rest of my back. Yeah. yeah. Bend it over, looking at stuff, things like that. that. That just kills your back. Are you going again this year? Oh, yeah. Good.
3: Yeah, you put some really awesome stuff out last year. Really well, really
4: last, last year, I was I kind of faltered because my phone battery was uh, kind of on the frets. So, I know that I mean, you I, had
3: we well, also had Smiggy helping out some though. Yeah. Is he going back this
4: year or no? I don't think he is. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, there was one time where my phone just went kaput. You know, it for some reason it just lost all power. And if it wasn't for me having a backup phone, I would have wouldn't have been able to call anybody. Great. Yeah.
2: You carry a battery with you?
4: uh well these new notes you can't uh swap batteries out on no i mean
2: like a backup you know one of those batteries that you can charge things off of
4: oh yeah i trust me i've got like five or six of them marco has four or five of them it's just that it was sucking more power out than it was yeah it it was using more
2: power than it was actually taking in it couldn't keep up with it yeah i see what you're saying uh, yeah, I got a new phone now, so <laughs> hopefully it last. There you go. Now do you guys have much experience with GoPros? Do any of you use those? Oh I love my GoPro. Yeah. I have a GoPro and I wanna use it, but I
0: never
2: use it. So what do you recommend as far as somebody starting out? Phone. A phone. I've got a phone, I mean, but as far as if I wanted to try a GoPro I have the three
1: silver Hero. five, Gary.
3: Oh would you right. like the hero? i've got a, a three I think it's a three plus hero It's probably four years old, five years old. I never had a problem with hero
1: it. you can't change batteries on that, can you?
2: oh yeah, oh yeah, depends on which one you get. Oh, I can, went on the side and the black one you can, but the silver and the white you can't
3: yeah, yeah my I battery the, my battery pops out, and I can change out whatever I want, yeah.
1: Yeah, because that's important. You're going to want to make sure you can change that out. I have the Silver 5, and that's got interchangeable batteries, and all the cases are the same. Anything new they come out with, it fits in. That's actually all I shoot my video on since my uh, rear-facing camera shit the bed. Uh, just phone. let me
3: let you know about this, Gary. The audio is god-awful. Um,
1: yeah, it is. Watch so, my videos. They're horrible.
3: <laughs> so what I'm saying is, is if you if you're going to shoot a video with a GoPro shoot the video, do a clap in front of the camera, use an audio recorder, and then just use the audio recorder's audio and splice it onto the video. The video's phenomenal. The audio's trash.
1: You can get external mics for those GoPros, too.
3: Yeah, you can. I, yeah, As yeah, an option. Can. Yeah, I yeah. forgot about that, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. A lot of those, mind you, they won't work if you don't uh, cut, like, the protective case and stuff. Some of that stuff needs to be dremeled out unless you just run it in, like, a frame
3: skeleton whatever
1: they call which it, which is isn't quite as yeah yeah and they're, they're not quite as well protected but that's not a big deal if you're indoors or at the house you know
3: and also unless you buy i think you can buy an aftermarket but with mine at three and mine's like i said mine's like four or five years old it still runs great but you can't zoom um unless you get an aftermarket attachment but the actual camera itself won't zoom
1: yeah, and your best bet there is go into the settings and put it on narrow. That way, the perspective doesn't look funny. It doesn't like curve the that stuff because, like, you put it on wide, and as you start to move away from things, you'll notice like your desktop will look curved or like rounded. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, from the lens.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I don't have many yeah, to so do I just- it now. But in January is usually when we get our bonuses with my company, and I thought, well, maybe a little bit of post Christmas indulgence.
3: Well, well, you could probably find day a, and age a four or something for pretty
2: cheap, you know. It's still yeah, even good. Even the
1: fives aren't real expensive.
2: <clears throat> I mean you have to buy those Brand used
1: new. or Oh I think you can still get the five new. Can you? I don't know about Maurice. yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they're they're nice and light, real portable, but they definitely are uh limited. Like Go said, the audio is terrible. You put them in one of those sealed cases and it sounds like you're talking to a buddy through a, a cup on a string.
3: What, what I would suggest is like, let's see, go to Wanamaker or something like that. You can, it sounds corny, but a lot of people do it, but you can get a little strap that fits around your hat and just put it on your hat or around your head or whatever and just walk around Wanamaker or whatever. You can get some really cool B-roll with that GoPro, you know? Like a, kind of a, a like a, an eyes view or something, first-person view or something.
1: That's not a bad they have, idea. They have a chest rig also. I guess you wear hats, though, don't you, Gary? So that probably wouldn't be so bad. But like, the chest yeah, rig is I'm nice. I'm half
2: bald, so I wear hats all the time.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, see, I didn't like the head mount because I'm not a hat wearer, and I, I found it kind of annoying, but I like the chest rig.
3: Hey GD, you when you were doing on the tour and you took a lot of the um, the van footage of you driving on the highway, was that with a GoPro or what, what, what camera did you use on that?
0: That's just all the dash cam because that's mounted to the you know basically what your review mirror is.
3: Yeah. Oh, so it wasn't a GoPro. No, just a dash cam. Okay. I, I don't gotcha. know
0: like comparable wise, but I think dash cams are more like rectangular than a GoPro is Yeah, more yeah, they are. yeah, yeah i mean the the whatever you call the what do you call it the ratio yes i think think they're more wide-angle now i have a, a what do you call it a gopro but i um and it's the kind that you can connect to the phone app so i can put the gopro somewhere and remote control to it and you know turn it on and off and record or whatever um and then see what it's seeing from the phone so I figured, okay, that's great. I can stick it somewhere remotely, run it remotely. Never use it. It's never, I never have used. It. I've used it like four times.
1: I I actually use that feature all the time to frame up my shots and make sure I like the way things are gonna look on the finished video rather than that little inch and a half by inch and a half screen. But like I said, I've been I've been forced to use it. I, I don't have any other camera to record with, so go with what you got.
0: And they take great video right they they don't i mean the quality is great and they're solid they're they're rugged
2: i mean i don't mind the product that comes off my phone it's actually pretty good but for one thing it's clunky to put a phone in a mount really sometimes that doesn't cooperate really well secondly sometimes i want my phone for other things you know i want to actually be able to use my phone
1: once you figure out like the aspect ratio that you want to use with it and if you can get some kind of external mic you'd probably be pretty happy running it i mean the gopros i think you can get gimbals for them and everything
2: yeah a guy out at work well the company bought one and it was really sweet
1: yeah they're slick little machines they're not cheap but they work well
2: well i do i'm getting more and more into this gun channels thing and need to be starting to do some more videos so investing in my equipment's not necessarily a bad thing
3: and you can I mean, also take still photos with that. also you can take pictures with the gopro it's not just video
2: right
0: well, here's my advice because i'm super cheap right you can It's going into a new form factor right whatever it be gopro in this case uh, you can get an old one, a used one. You know, you don't have to get the newest model, right? A brand new one. You can get an old one, see if you're even gonna like dealing with it. For for me, it's I have nothing against the thing. I just it's just having a separate thing and dealing with batteries again. I've kind of relished not having to deal with all that. So I just constantly forget to drag it along with me. I just don't bring it anywhere. So for me it was just the it was more of a nuisance than a benefit. So if you were to invest in a good one, you know, there's a waste of money. So if you get an old one. Worst case that happens is you're like, oh, this is the best. I can't believe how awesome this is. And then you get a, a better one and now you've got a, a you know bad one and a good one. I mean, you got one that you can sacrifice or stick in weird angles or something that you don't have to worry about so much.
2: Right.
1: I, I would say if you're going to pick up a used one, Gary, or an older one, I would do some checking to make sure you get the one that's Wi-Fi compatible with their app on your phone.
2: Yes, yeah, that's that's a deal breaker for me. I really need that. So yeah,
3: and yeah, I, I don't I'm, know this for sure, but you could probably go to GoPro. And they might have like, um, you know, like refurbished, like certified refurbished through GoPro that you could probably pick up pretty cheap. I I don't know that, but I know a lot of camera companies will do refurbished stuff and they'll they'll do it themselves,
0: recertify it, and they're good to go.
2: And, then and then they may sell them through Amazon too. Then you
0: get. Basically, factory quality. Just somebody else broke it first, or didn't use you know, used it for a while. Right,
3: exactly. And usually, if it's a certified refurbished, you at least get some sort of a warranty, even if it's 90 days, but some sort of a warranty.
0: So, right. slim asking on the for whatever reason on the platform that hates guns and our culture and our community and our laws, things that we value. Uh, he's asking, uh, can you upload the GoPro footage to your phone now? What I'm familiar with is stuff like that. Like for the dash cam, for example, you can, but it's way easier just take the card out and stick it in your laptop because it takes forever to upload. Is yeah. It
1: yeah, you well, can actually uh, insert the memory card right into your phone, too, as exactly. far as I know, can't you, Ghost?
3: Yeah, you yeah, can take the SD possible. card out of the, the GoPro, put it into your Galaxy or whatever that has an SD card. If you have a couple pictures there on that GoPro, you can put it right on Instagram from your phone and take it out and put it back in the GoPro. So the answer is yes. But I think G's right. Um, You know, downloading it to your computer is easier. But if you have something you want to text somebody or whatever, then yes, you can definitely do that for sure. Because a GoPro, I don't, I don't think the GoPro itself has, has any internal memory. I think it's all SD card. Am I not correct?
1: I think, yeah, it's all SD. Yep. Yeah, see, I'm with Slim. He said his laptop's 12 years old and he edits off his phone. I basically do everything, everything off my phone. Um, about the only thing I use my computer for is administrative, you know, to run some of the uh, YouTube creator studio stuff. But I do everything off my phone. And... uh that switch and memory cards works really well. Saves you a lot of time over the downloading through the app, you know, because that takes time to process and put it on your SD card. You might as well just switch.
2: And, yes, they do have uh, refurbished Hero 5 Blacks on the go. That's a bro. good camera. How much I do you have, they have on there, in your mind? 219.
3: That's really that's cheap, good, actually.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's cheap. And the nice thing is, if you look into that a little further, I'm almost sure GoPro, when you get them from the factory, um, replaces the lens. Oh, it's been a while since I looked at them. I know they replaced the external lens and a couple other parts. I can't remember where I saw that at. Do they
3: offer a warranty I think it was on those? On their website. They should. It I'm sure if it's certified. The
2: same one year warranty. There you
0: go. Oh, one year. Great. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's even better. Because really, you get a refurbished one. Something gets past them; it has an issue. You use the warranty; they're going to send you a brand new one, right? Exactly. Yeah. Can't beat that then. And that way, they're checking it for like the known issues, right? When they get it back, they know what to look for. They're making sure it doesn't have any of those issues, and that's how they're. In fact, you know, so it's definitely it something like to. Go. That's and
2: nice. for
3: two nineteen, you're not going to beat that, honestly. With a one-year warranty, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. Maybe where I go. Well, I think that G's right. I mean, it's probably worth doing something like that to see if you're going to like it. You know, you spend six months, you get a Wanamaker in April, you get a maker in November, and you use it or whatever, and then you'll know if you like it or not.
0: For me, I think it's because when I was doing YouTube videos, I used like this $50 Sony thing that was like the size of a avocado with a little wing that came out and you could flip it around and look at the view screen from up and down and forwards, you know, what I'm talking about. And that little oh. form factor was perfect. You'd flip it open and it was on, push the button and it's recording, push that other button and it took a still picture, which was pretty decent, and then uh, close it and it's off again. And you stick it, now you would carry it in these little things that uh, are about the size of carrying like a can of Coke or something in, like a soda can. Uh, that you'd get like a cozy or whatever. They make these little multi cam insulated cozies basically, you know, for fun around or whatever, put a beer in, and they work perfectly for shoving that camera in like a little holster. And for me, that form factor was awesome. So for me, the, what do you call them? The GoPros are so frustrating because I'm used to opening up a camera and having a viewfinder and knowing what it's recording. So that's what I expect out of a camera. So right. you know, I got this GoPro and I'm, If I would have just not had that glitch, if I wouldn't have like years of that muscle memory and like expecting to see what's going on, I'd be fine because I, you you know, you could figure out what a GoPro is looking at. You you know, you know what it's looking at. You just don't, you get comfortable with assuming, you know, what it's seeing and you get used to it, right? You get where you know what it's pointing at. I just can't get over that, so I just never carry it, and now I don't get comfortable with it, so it's just a never-ending cycle. It just sits in that pocket. I
3: actually picked up on Amazon. It was an aftermarket part, but it worked. It's not a GoPro-certified part, but it works. They actually have attachable viewfinders you put on the back, um, like 45 bucks or something like that. Um, but It's not a GoPro thing, but mine has, has always worked and um so if you're looking for the viewfinder they do have viewfinders now for gopros that is attached to the back of the, the camera itself but um you I, know but yeah i understand exactly what you're saying it, it is it's still I, small as hell so it might not even be worth it you know
1: see i'd save that 50 bucks and just download the gopro app and yeah
3: see it from your phone
1: uh link link the two together yeah biggest complaint i have there is i haven't been able to find anything that like mounts to the gopro that'll hold your phone so you could like face the camera at you and your phone at you so you can see you're in shot you know what i mean
3: see that's what i do with this dslr kinda... um
0: yeah i heard my... that the other night that's a great i
3: just it. i just got a cage and you can mount different stuff on there sorry g
0: I'm just laughing because Gary's like, well, it's kind of awkward carrying a phone around. And now you guys have got him to where he's got the GoPro and a phone so that, yeah. he, can- <laughs> oh, no. so that he can use not the not GoPro. While you're, not while
1: you're walking around. It's it's like you said, G, you get used to pointing it at what you're pointing at and you know kind of what's in frame. But I mean, like for me at home, when I set up shots and I want to do like a tabletop review or something like that, I'll turn the app on and then I can look at my phone and make sure my shot looks good and then I record. I definitely, yeah, wouldn't uh, be walking around staring at your phone trying to run a GoPro and navigate all those people.
3: There is another camera that I see in competitions, and I don't know what kind it is. I've actually wanted to ask some people, but it's like a small – it looks like kind of like a lipstick, kind of a tube. It's about that size, and they actually –
0: He's not supposed to talk about stuff like that so i had to take action uh we have codes here and we won't talk about any kind of makeup or <laughs> <things>. <laughs> okay. and you're out there was wow. this one i forget what it was called but it was cool because it was kind of a i guess a cylinder like you're saying a little bit and then it had like two lasers on it and you it was because like you'd stick it on your helmet or whatever when you're motorcycling or snowmobiling or something and then you use those lasers to kind of un- figure out where it was pointing so you could kind of align it and zero it with your your helmet is that the thing you're talking about
3: well this is an actual camera that they attach to their hearing pro and so when they're going through the stages and all of that, it's actually videoing like a first person of their stage and the camera. It's like the size of it, like a lipstick tube. It's kind of cool looking.
0: Talk about the same things, a newer and yeah. smaller, I think. But the one exactly, I, yeah. I, I like, that one I'm talking about was cool. And this was like 2010. So it was a long time ago. Um, it was cool because you were like Predator, right? You'd have this thing on your helmet and it would, just, whenever you flip the switch to turn the laser on so you could see where it was pointing, you know, because so you, you could also put it on your, what, a goggle strap or whatever, your visor strap or things, you know, like goggles, I guess. Um, so it would sometimes get messed up. So you'd flip the laser on see where it's pointing, you know, and then you'd be like Terminator with these two lasers pointing out of here. Your- that is
3: pretty cool, yeah.
0: But uh, the one you're talking about then, this is back in 2010. There wasn't. If there was, like, the, such a thing as an app to your phone, it was high-tech at that point. So nowadays, I'm sure that little one just... Apps to your
3: phone, and that's how you know where it's pointing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, like I said. I I was I see them at competitions all the time, and you know, some people use GoPros, but then I've noticed this one. It just attaches this little attachment to your hearing pro, like uh, right there by your ear, and it just sits right there and you get first person video and all that. So it's kind of cool looking. I use my GoPro, but some people are using this. I guess because it's smaller and lighter and they don't have to wear it on their head they can wear it on their hearing pro you know
4: kind of like that
3: that's it yeah
0: that's the one well that's about the size of the one i was looking oh yeah contour yeah that's the one actually i'm talking about so that's got two lasers in it so you can like push some button on it even with your gloves and stuff and then it puts out these two lasers one on each side of the camera so that way you can know what's like so oh, it's okay it's level and where it's pointing and then Yeah, I guess I've never you,
3: seen them use a laser. It's not saying they didn't, I just I've never seen the lasers part of it.
0: And then you can uh I thought there was like a button on the back and you'd tap it like once to take a picture and twice to do video and it would beep. So and basically it had this like interface you could deal with your with through gloves. And that's why I always thought that one was cooler than the GoPros, but GoPros just wailed on this thing. Like this thing's still around, but GoPro's just, you know, way more used with <sighs>
3: I think GoPros really hit it big with, like, the people on bicycles and all that. They can mount them on their handlebars, and you see all people doing all sorts of crazy stuff with GoPros. I think the attachments is probably what made GoPro what they were.
0: Oh, yeah. They both were in the running at the time, but GoPro definitely, whatever reason, they just wailed on this company. This company was England, and I think GoPro is the United States. Yeah.
3: But yeah, that's the one pink, that's the one, and I see see those all over the place in competitions. People have those running all over the place.
0: I like them. I think they're cool. And they just have a little rubber thingy on the back, and you push it, and the the SD card comes out the back. Oh, so there's
3: a laser. I, I I, I guess I never just saw the laser, but there it is right there. Okay, cool.
0: Probably it's like a, like you say, people once they figure it out, they know that it's on target. And the thing's such a wide view that even if it's off just a little bit, it's not gonna really matter. And and if you're taking a wide angle, you can you can what do you call it, crop it down for your yeah. anyway. Yeah. You can make it look right no matter what. Probably. Does it
3: say how much those things run pink anywhere?
0: Uh can, it's, can it's tell said you
4: a, no, It said uh hundred and thirty four francs. So
0: whatever that is, what that is? Back in 2010, it was more than I could afford. It was a shit. Hole. Right? Yeah. Let's see. Here. Oh, you know what it is? It's that slider switch. That's what it was. You just slide that switch backwards and forwards. So it's it was something I was like, that's way clever because the GoPro had those little tiny buttons on it. And I'm
3: like, yeah, yeah.
0: It's neat and everything, but how are you going to do this with gloves? And these things were like for BMX guys and Yeah, some of them's pricey, but. So, um, and that's got to be the same thing. They, if I saw them in two thousand and ten, those no way those can be a lot of money anymore. Like the new ones are probably way better.
3: Yeah. yeah. And you can probably get a used one for that, also. You know.
0: Right, so-, yeah. so, New York Outcast on the Gun Channel side is saying anyone try the cop cam that's on TV for sale two for twenty bucks with an eight gig card. That's on. They say it's ten eighty. Is that the little thing? I haven't seen what he's talking about, but or he's looking. So, is that like a little tiny? I, I used to have this little peanut one that was like seven twenty back in the day. Oh, by atomic beam. So it's basically a little tiny um, Sp- spy cam. Well, uh, what do you call those things? A uh, what do they call it when cops have the cameras on? The body camera. It's like a body, body cam. Camera. Yeah. You would just clip that like a tie tack or something and just kind of be kind of like having a dash cam for your body. And it's supposed to be what a little rugged square box. Yep. Two for $20 sounds freaking awesome. I would buy a heck of a lot wow. of for 20 bucks. Wow. I had a little one off of Hong Kong back in the day, it was early YouTube, so 10, 9, 10, 11, somewhere in there. I was buying a lot of cameras because i was doing i was having a lot of fun with 720 everybody was already going to 1080 but can't, you know the whole issue when you get to bigger file sizes and everything so but when you could still play with 720 on youtube and people were would actually still watch your videos i was buying 720 cameras and something more like what this one you're showing on the screen now i had a little one like that and it, it didn't cost much they were like 18 dollars or something and they were a little rechargeable battery in there it wasn't much bigger than a peanut and it had a little tiny little dot that was the lens and they took amazing little you know videos for those little tiny... It's a camera right there? Yeah, yeah. it's body cam.
3: That kind of looks like one of those little car remotes, you know?
0: Yeah, like a fob.
3: Yeah, that's crazy.
0: And wow. that one, it's got a speaker in it, so it's in playback, maybe. Wow,
3: I haven't seen any of those. That's pretty damn cool right there.
0: And that one's already got like a fisheye lens, so the ones I had were just what do they call a pinhole lens yeah So regular looking straightforward at some amount of distance this one's like and goes all the way from your peripherals your left to your right this one does night vision too oh wow and uh anyway so no i haven't seen those for two for 20 but that sounds like uh interesting
3: and for so let me ask you a question you said you got one from like hong kong and all that did it work
0: okay for a while or what Actually, they were super rugged, and they cost like eighteen dollars. And that's what I was gonna say for two for twenty. I would suggest you buy a few of those. That's the kind of stuff that you can uh, um, put on like the top of a stick when you got a you know what do you call it, the uprights for like cardboard targets. You could put it like um, you know just on a piece of branch or something when you're out shooting, so that you can get these like B rolls of all kinds of stuff in 1080p. You know, it's not gonna be your whole video, but then you've got like you know, $10 cameras that are giving, you know, that you can just stick places like Spider-Man would
3: do and view uh, it yourself. I think I want to go try something. Because I don't think what I, want to, I carry a backpack for uh shot showing all that. Mm-hmm. And I could just attach one of those, like one of the shoulder straps and use it as like a body can. I get some B rolls, me walking around just having it on my shoulder strap there, you know, right, right in front. That'd be kind of cool.
0: I'd recommend that dude there's teams walking around there's undercover agents there's people that are just you know not interested in being on a film i wouldn't recommend
3: that's true that's
0: true um but yeah for just doing something like an nra or someplace then yeah it gives you that like yeah as you're narrating or something some like interesting footage one time i did a thing where i uh i basically held the phone at about shoulder height for a while and then after a while i figured out i could hold it near my head and act like i was on the phone and kind of point it straight down so i'm tall so pointing it straight down from me acting like i'm talking on it towards the table at wanamaker and i walked all of wanamaker i think that's i forget what wanamaker is is that six or eight six miles or eight miles i forget but uh i walked all of wanamaker and it took two videos to walk it all and then my idea was to fast forward it right but I forget what that takes like almost an hour or something and uh, dude, it was horrible like I fast forwarded it and it looked like like you're gonna get ill there was no way to like watch it the best you could do is because it was so shitty from like me moving the camera around and walking so you know it's not with the, one of those what do you call it, those level thingies like what you got you know, yeah. it's a jumpy so by speeding it up it amplifies it and it just is nauseating so maybe at like double speed it could still be watchable but then it was right. an hour to watch the damn thing so um yeah so something like that it might be interesting for like the here and there but um i don't know you'd need it on one of those camera things like what you got
3: hey pink but, what, what website was that
0: you get the double offer i'm sorry the two for twenty yeah hey. It's like one of those as seen on TV places. Yeah. Okay. That's the kind of thing that's worth doing a, a video on too, because if that works, then that gives people. Right. You, know, you can stick with a magnet on the side of a car or on the side of a motorcycle or something, on you're getting some B-roll. Mm-hmm.
4: What's the one that the you uh, see them stick them in the the tree
0: all the time? Yeah, look how tiny that thing is. Go back to that one. I didn't realize they were that tiny. Well, I'm that's guess right
3: next is that like a double A battery? Holy cow!
0: Yeah, doesn't matter what size, unless that's like a D battery. <laughs> it's like right. look how big that guy's thumbnail is. That thing's tiny. They could get some guy with giant hands to film that though. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Yeah, for some reason I was thinking it was maybe twice that size. That's nothing. And then it's a it retard. probably
3: was in 2010 though. You know.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, that's half the size of the thing I was talking about from Hong Kong. Yeah,
3: yeah. that's crazy. I found so I found a camera that really make my hands look big. That's
2: impressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear you there. All right,
0: well, almost like, to-
4: almost like a nanny cam. Exactly.
0: We've been talking tech, and we've been talking the industry a little bit, I guess, but uh, we've got 26 people watching, and I don't know how late we're going to keep everybody up, but I figured we'd jump over to uh, the – oh, well, hold on. Let's see what's happening here. we just got a bunch of new orders, so I'll put it out there. I guess I'll just do this since we're about to do some drawings for uh, people who have participated by purchasing stuff over at the store today. Uh, just shout out if you're out there listening right now and you were still gonna jump over to the store I guess that's the way to do it um, sort of like what you guys were doing with the uh, sweepstakes earlier if there's somebody that needs a minute uh, shout it out and I'll say you know I'll wait a couple of minutes here welcome to the gun lobby chat
1: <laughs>
4: so uh,
0: that um, was I saying we just got three new orders so that was awesome so people have been ordering during the show here so uh, thanks for that uh, we've had a couple of extra maybe there's something special going on in the gun channels text chat I'm just going to leave it like that um, but then if anybody needs a minute uh, we do see roll call out there awesome thank you and uh, um, I guess we'll just keep digging in so roosted you did a uh video from that shop i guess we didn't do it yesterday i thought we were going to do it yesterday but uh you got a link to that uh yeah i can do that or if you just want to either screen share it or throw it to me and then we'll uh, take a look at that shop so we talked did we not do the i can't remember yesterday i was tired um did we uh not even talk about it yesterday
1: nope was uh Tuesday, I think we talked about it. Maybe Monday. Okay.
0: But did we do the video? Nope, we did not. Your Instagram thing, maybe. Okay, here we go. So, uh, hopefully, Gunstreamer won't uh, copyright us. I like everything about this place except for their sign.
1: Hey, y'all. are here. Up in North Branch, Minnesota at Soda Arms. That's one of our local AR-15 manufacturers. They do 90% of the manufacture in-house. All the aluminum, all the steel. The only thing they don't do is rifle the barrels. Go inside and give you guys a look-see here. First thing you'll notice when you come in the door, classic Minnesota. Got to have the walleye on the wall.
0: So these are all walleyes, you're saying? Correct. So I thought... They had more spikes going on underneath. Am I crazy? Or I thought I thought they had a spike underneath the here. When I first saw them, a, they were bass. Now I, I mean, I'm not disputing it because it's been a long time since I caught walleyes and they were never this fat. But I thought they yeah. had a spike coming out of the bottom of the fin. So I remember not being able to grab them because they were so spiky. Well, that, that
1: top fin there has got quite a few spikes on it. And if it was a bass, it's not going to have the
0: teeth. No, and they've yeah. got... Almost a way more predator mouth than any bass, but uh, mm-hmm. that's kind of neat. Those are huge, yeah, they're they, monsters. We would catch them that might be this long, but no, that's fat like the fattest bass I've ever seen. Classic Minnesota is that uh, typical or are these like world record pike on the water?
1: I don't know if typical is quite the way to put it, but I mean, you get up north where there's a lot of them lakes and the bigger water, you can catch some good, good sized walleye up there. I have the walleye on the. steer get to the good stuff here you've got his parts counters you can buy anything and everything you want a la carte great selection super friendly kind of cruise around here give you guys a look at the, the different barrels available these are all his complete uppers five five six as you can see, and give you a look here. We've got a great selection. Of if you want stainless barrels, stainless puzzle brakes, it's all here. Go down a little bit and give you guys a look at some of the other calibers he has available. Pretty much any custom caliber anybody's doing an AR, you can get here now, which is pretty exciting. There's the one I'm after. Someday we're gonna build one of those 762 by 39. Just because we can. Here he's got a adjustable drop-in trigger display. Uh, played with these last time I was here. Really nice trigger, really clean break. We're not going to mess with it a whole bunch. Going over here. So you got some more barrel options he's got. A 6'5 Grendel. He's got three of them ready to go. Pay for them, bolt them together, you're done. Out the door. 224 Valkyrie. He's got a pretty good selection of 300 Blackout here. Back up a little bit. Nice 300 Blackout pistol. I don't quite know what the story is with that short buffer tube. If you guys know anything about that, leave that in the comments below. I'd really appreciate it. So it's not a big shop, but it's homegrown, Minnesota owned. Minnesota based like I said, they do 90% of the machining and manufacture of all the AR parts, super friendly staff, if you guys need anything? Give Eric, Melody, Joanne a call, they'd be glad to help you out. That's pretty much all I got guys. Really appreciate everybody stopping by support your local
3: animal shelters, please adopt the pet. They're so friendly. That when you walk in the shop, they leave. I didn't see one human being in that shop the entire time. They're so friendly. They'll let you have free reign of the shop while you're there.
1: Dude, I've been up there for about an hour. They all ducked out of the way. <laughs> I'm just they're, kidding. They're it's like funny. All, yeah, they're, they're all in the back. They're like, oh, yeah, go ahead, man. Film whatever you want, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> good
0: people. Real good people. A lot of times, though, I found that, too, is that... uh People, you know, especially if you just come in out of nowhere and you're like, hey, can I take some pictures of your shop or whatever? Uh, They're like, "Uh, yeah, I guess, but I don't want to be, you know, I'm not whatever presentable or I don't want to be on video or whatever. So they'll appreciate it when you're like, you know, either intentionally don't get them in there or like that, let them walk into the back room or something. And it's cool that they let you have the run of the shop.
3: Did I see a 304 Ruger barrel?
0: Yeah. Well you don't see
3: that very often. Something Ruger, right? I thought I said 304 Ruger. I was like, it was 204. Like
0: it was on I here, don't know. Concept. Right there. As available. Yep. Pretty What? Yeah. Teddy
1: 204
3: Ruger. 204. I was like, okay. I was like, what the hell is a three oh four Ruger?
1: Yeah, I mean literally any any custom caliber anybody's doing or has done in an AR, he can build you an upper for it or you can get the barrels from him and build your own. And it, it's really cool. I mean, they do like I said 90% of everything in-house. They do the uh magnesium phosphate treatment on them uh is also done in Minnesota. I used to do the rifling. Breaks. Where
3: where do they do the rifling at?
1: I'm not sure who he gets his barrels from, but he cuts all the M4 feed ramps in them. And the like the, although I don't even know what they call them, the little lockup, you know, where your bolt face goes into the breach. Mm-hmm. They cut all that in-house.
3: Okay, cool.
1: Yeah, I was pretty excited to find them. They were kind of like a little hidden gem. There's a couple other uh, AR manufacturers in Minnesota, but they... Very specialty and I, I don't know how much of their own machining they actually do. These guys, um, according to their website, it says they, they're running like aerospace technology style mills. So I mean, they're, they can mass produce parts like nobody's business. They don't have to sit down a machine like one thing at a time per day. They can really hammer stuff out.
0: Might as well screen share this when I'm doing it. So I'm taking the uh, some of the text you wrote in here so I don't have to write it again. Like, you know, AR, well, I guess I'll take local AR parts manufacturer from uh, Minnesota and then uh, grab that, throw it into the description of the show over here for the gun shop of the day. And link to their store. So that'll be a uh, you know, YouTube channel with 900 something subs that's uh, linking to them, and then I'll link to their, to the video that uh, Rooster did over on Gunstreamer. And then uh, that's in the description of this video. So now when this video cooks out there on the web over the time, over the years or whatever, uh, it'll be another link back to this site. It'll be another link back to here from an established giant presence on the Internet. And that's what it's all about, getting the word out about this to the human beings that watch this show might watch roostage video over here uh, and then I guess might click on this link or watch this show but uh, those under tubes you know that Al Gore sewed together when he built the internet all of that needs to be fondled and coddled and that's what we're doing when we uh, sew this stuff up so be aware that we have influence everything we do on the internet is watched so understand that that you have influence over the watchers and you know, act with intent out there. So uh, we're uh, waiting to see if everybody's down with... Um, oh, Zorro, I have, I can't check. I'll check after the show, but thanks. So uh, if everybody's done uh, grabbing stuff off the store. Um, we talked about our gun shop of the day. Um, it's Friday. We talked about the industry. Ghost, you guys had a, um, a sweepstakes, something new, where you guys... Mm-hmm. Uh, we're able to bring together not just some of the people you've uh, worked with or had, you know, uh, relationships with in the industry, but also uh, viewers and stuff. And then, yeah. that, uh, and then a real local shop, which is always cool to involve. And then uh, the that software that allowed you guys to do the actual, I guess, accumulation of points for the all the different actions and stuff. So. Right. I know chat about that and we'll let everybody
3: uh, wrap up their their websites. Yeah, it was um it was awesome. Really shout out to guitar man Pete, you know, Pete was um, was awesome and it was really cool because, you know, I've never done a gun giveaway. New Year has Clover, so it was kind of a first for us. And you know, we, we had it we had the idea about a, a month and a half ago. But we didn't want to just rush into it right before Thanksgiving and said, let's do it for Christmas. And let's really kind of make this really cool since it's kind of our, you know, popping our cherry with the gun giveaway. And it was really awesome to see some new faces and hopefully they stick around, you know, hopefully they've watched some of our stuff and not just subscribe because the list said to, but hopefully they stick around because they like what we're doing. So it was really, it was an awesome experience. We had 190 people enter and I would have been happy with 50, honestly, and it had 190 people enter. So that's just amazing. So thank you to everybody who involved and congratulations to Gun Snob, you won the shotgun. So congratulations.
0: Yeah, I think that's neat. I like how that software, I got to see, you, know, you guys show me how it works.
3: Yeah, it's pretty awesome, isn't it? Yeah. It's expensive but it was meant for companies that do giveaways weekly and they can afford the 50 dollars a month or and that's like the lowest here it goes up to really high but i mean the software itself is pretty amazing
0: everybody's working on a different level i mean i've worked with shops that spend 400 bucks a month on um like uh, what do you call them throwaway newspapers and a little weekly uh thing that you get at the hardware store on your way out the door that's you know published every so often every week or even more, or not every week, but every month or more. Right. And uh and you know, there's those uh bus stop benches and stuff, those things can cost you a thousand bucks a month. And the advertiser that you get <clears throat>
4: with uh yeah, you know, like the uh, store ads and stuff like that.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you know, the software was really cool because it allows you to basically you set the parameters and it tracks everything for you and and so you don't have to go and see, well did this guy do this or did he do that? He says he did, but did he do this? It it tracks everything, every click that you make, it'll track it'll say, Yep, he did this, 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 this,
0: this, this, this. And um, Well I like the way that's really cool. But you know, and it's not like a requirement, but it gives people an opportunity, and it puts it all in one spot. So when you're working with right. like the shop, and then the sling guy, and like the the shotgun guy, and then you know whoever, whatever it might be, the you know the entities, um, the it's not like an endless list that you're just saying like okay, I'm working with so and so and so and so and so and so. And a lot of times a collaboration is going to be a bunch of people, and it's not like you know just cuz this person was the first in line or this one was worth the most worth the most money or whatever reason you know alphabetically you know you're not trying to give anybody a favorite status so then that kind of a system allows it to be you know again with a bunch of people participating they, they all have an opportunity to to use it and then the the individual not just you guys but the individual like whatever it might be the sling guy or the the gun shop or whoever can also get some feedback from it uh, as far as like who's interested in what, or you know, what kind of how many people decided to come follow their thing, and it's exactly. it empowers you guys to to um, offer your worth in an honest way to the uh, people that you're working with, and it gives Absolutely. them some actual like sense of worth, I guess, is a better word for um, you know what you're offering them. And uh, that's awesome because so many of those things, like I was, I guess I'm comparing it to like a an ad in a newspaper, which always seemed to me like one of those things. Like the old school of thought is it's necessary, right? Like, oh, you got to right. you got to keep the word out there, and those some people are using it. But then it's like, who's using mm-hmm. who's reading that damn newspaper anymore? So yeah, maybe that was the case back in the day when there was like four options of things to keep up on news in the world, and that was a free one. But um you know, unlike a radio, where who knows where a radio might be on, that's almost a good sell still because a radio might be on in a car, it might be on at the barber shop. You walk into a shop and the radio's on. You don't get to choose your radio station that you hear, right? So an ad on a radio station actually has some legs. But um, anyway, I guess what I'm saying is it gives you guys an opportunity to use some tech, which is fairly inexpensive, I guess. What I was also going
3: after. Yeah, that. it's that's not bad. I mean, like I said, it's not bad, you know
0: hundred for the value that they get out of it for the power. Because a lot of times, you know, it's not everything not everything's a success, obviously, right? We're all living through real world stuff here and not everybody's constantly listening to everything we do to, you know, pounce on it. So, you know, everything's going to have different levels of interest and whatever. And that's a way to actually judge it instead of just guessing. So I just think it's fascinating that you guys were able to use that. And thanks to everybody who participated, because uh yeah. like that's not something that you guys just had money laying around. Hey, let's throw an extra 50 bucks a month at this right. So it's always cool. And then thanks for sharing it because so many people do something like that have an experience, you know gain the knowledge and then Just go off to the next thing and not, you know, but everyone else uh, Gain from it as well. So thanks. For yeah, sharing.
3: I think what was really cool is for like let's say the sponsors I say one of the things was go go follow hunt a go on Instagram or Facebook or whatever well, now we can kind of give feedback and say, of the 190 people that entered the contest, 112 of them went and followed you on Facebook or on Instagram. And so we can go back to the sponsors and say, you know, I don't know, you probably weren't counting, but you had an influx of 112 people on Instagram that liked you on Instagram. And we can tell that it came directly from this project because we can track that stuff. And that's kind of cool also you know
0: all right well thanks again uh for doing that and sharing it channels because again you guys are cool for doing your stuff out there and you don't have to obviously there's more people over on the big platforms that hate guns in our culture pretty much you know let's decide if they hate us or not but so many people are just, you know, whatever reasons using that, those platforms. So I appreciate when people are putting deliberate effort into uh, putting stuff over and then also paying attention to what's happening on a cha- on a side that, again, is trying to do our best to support everything, right? So I appreciate that. And I appreciate uh,
3: you, man. Is, is, you, don't, you never have to ask. It's Thank you for everything.
0: Right on. So that also gave everybody time. So we got 21 orders came in today. That is freaking awesome works out pretty good because there's seven bags of loot over there and that way i can give one out to every one out of three people will get something extra today that's pretty good
3: that's pretty good odds right there
0: yeah and some people grabbed a couple of people have ordered a lot of stuff so there's some sort of system over there and i appreciate everybody's patience i am doing this by myself as you know so um you know there's some of this stuff is a little clunky i bought this like add-on to the store that lets you get whatever they're called like value points or reoccurring customer points it gives you some points on your birthday and stuff so uh, people are uh, putting in orders that are basically taking us up on some free stuff that they've accumulated points a couple of orders today were first-time orders I don't think it'll just tell me right off the bat I was kind of scrolling through them to see what they were for a couple of people I think Travis grabbed in every second matters patch so that's awesome uh, the every second matters patches uh, go from come out of the Beacon Group, a place here in Tucson, uh, not us. So we give the patches to them, they bag them up, and then ship them out when the orders come in. So they'll come from a separate place in Tucson, in a separate envelope. Uh, so appreciate everybody who participates there because that's really the only thing that every second matters has to keep it going. Anyway, so uh, twenty-one orders. That means uh, we'll do seven. Uh, giveaways. The people on gun channels are aware of the uh, special treatment they're getting tonight. So uh, we'll go slow for the people on the other platforms that hate guns. And uh, I don't think we have any of the gun streamer people out there. We're not like the fancy chats where a bunch of gun streamer people and what's its face, full full something or another, uh, full 20. Uh, yeah. Come over and. Uh, ha-
3: Ashley hangs out a lot of nights on on dgs
0: sometimes sometimes yeah. But, yeah but uh anyhow um we'll uh we'll go slow so that the people on the platforms that need us to go slow keep up and we will uh get a op- get a uh, random thing out here there's too much stuff going on and i do not want to show people's addresses and stuff so i you got to take my word for it i'm not screwing anybody uh, i'm gonna go to random and i guess i can show you the random thing again But I'm not going to try to keep everything there. So we got 21. And then what should we do here, top and bottom? So sick of doing top and bottom. There's got to be some other way. So somebody got some other way. Obviously, I've got a list here of 21 orders. Evens or odds? What is evens going to do?
3: Well, if like you have a list of 1 through 21, and it's the sixth even number, you go 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12. That's the number. I don't know.
0: Yeah, that adds another level of randomness. <laughs> I'm like yeah. yeah. It doesn't, I still got to start from the top or bottom, I guess. I know. Um, the numbers on the orders go from... Go from 6 to 27, that makes sense. That's 21 of them, right? So if I type in 27 over here, 1 through 6 are throwaways, but anything 6 through 27 is just correlates straight to the list.
2: Can't you change your minimum off of 1?
0: Oh, that's what I was just going to say. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you. I didn't even pay attention to that. Uh, so yeah. Brilliant. Boom. We're going to just get plain old random numbers. We're going to grab seven of them out of here and that means one out of three people that participated uh, in keeping our shit alive are going to get something to say thanks. Um, boom. I guess shit I still don't. Oh no. 19. I just I don't have to go from top or bottom. That is number 19, right? So that is this person who do How do I know who this is? This is someone's first order from Littleton, Colorado. I don't know, is that two? That says like a lot. Damn, that's pretty, pretty a lot of information, huh? And I don't want to go to gun channels and then say that. So if you want to subtly PM me, no one will see that. And like I say, there's perks going on on the gun channel side today. There's, a, there's advantages to being on the gun channel side. So that, how else am I going to identify this person? Is there a way when you guys order that you can leave notes or something? I never see anybody leave notes or anything. Is there a way to say, like, uh, you know, mention your your address or your channel or something when you order? I don't know. I think it
4: just takes you to uh, check out if I remember, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't so. remember in notes.
0: I'm going to see if... It, What about their email? Right here. It says, no notes from customer. I think there is a place for y'all to put notes, and you're not doing it. Huh? What about email? Oh, no. Yeah, I know. No, I see his email. It says, I'm this person. No, I think it's pretty sure it's a boy. Doesn't give a clue, though. No, because it's not anybody's channel name or anything. So, I'm going to go over and see if uh, somebody in Colorado is out there who might be like, hey, I'm that person. Give me some other clue. And then I guess we can go look on the side all right well I don't think we're uh... all right so like I say there's people on gun channels know there's a reason why I'm trying to go slow here so that'll be the first person and what was it number 19 how am I going to keep track of these we put them over here And then it'll be recorded, right? Clever is that. Done. So um, the second one will be... Oh, 27. Look at that. That's what randomness means. So go back over to here. Oh, snap. Guess who 27 is. Guess who 27 is. Guess who the last person to grab something from Indiana was. Roll call. Roll call? Yep. And I believe roll call is over here on Gun Channels, and he knows what that means. He wins every contest. What is up with that? Alright, so we'll be waiting for his response over there, and we'll go back over to here, and I will type in roll call as number or second. So you might want to go check the gun channel site instead of being on the side that hates guns. And then we'll hit generate, and now we got 24. So there was definitely a reason to uh, to hang out and order at the last second there, so I'm glad that I was able to say thanks to roll call in that special way. Uh, uh-oh. This is... I think I know who this is, but I also don't know who this is. So, here, I'm going to put it on the internal, and you guys tell me who this is because I am dyslexic, and I think I know who this is. Do you guys know who this is? Yeah,
2: that's... uh. Isn't that kinky?
0: Oh, is it? So you looking at the internal? Kinky? Yeah. I can't see them on a phone. All right. It's that guy. It's kinky. So that's number three. Is that what you're saying?
2: That's I believe that's who it is, yeah.
0: Let's see. Somehow verify what you're I'm not screen sharing this screen, right? Now. What uh I don't know. What about his first initial? I guess. Somehow identify you because you can't PM on the stupid YouTube side, so that's why it's frustrating. Anyway, um waiting for uh
2: He wants to know what the initial... Yeah, yep, that's him.
0: Okay, yeah, so he's number three. Good. So uh, thank you very much. Uh, That was not your first order, so thank you very much. Uh, That was an Every Second Matters patch going out in green. Again, that will be coming from uh, Beacon Group, but I got your address here, so we're good to go there. And then uh, waiting for a roll call to let me know And he will get that pick, and next will go to, that was third, right? So number, yeah, yeah. so number 15 is the next one. I'm going to figure this out, because now I can do this on everyone going forward, because there is always a unique um, order number, right? So 15. 15 is... Oh, our friend from Nebraska. Well, one of our friends from Nebraska who does a show every Saturday morning who I never get to join in on, who I mentioned oh. earlier about a uh, Every Second Matters patch. So, Travis, is he out there right now? Probably too late for him.
2: No, probably not. He didn't yeah, stay he,
0: up too
4: late. He, he went to sleep about 10 o'clock.
0: He uh, left the gaming chat. So... um I'm just going to say roll call. Did you see the video I did on Instagram earlier where I uh, bagged them up? Uh, So yeah, Travis has got to go to bed early so he can wake up and do uh, Caliber corner which he's been doing every Saturday morning for a long long time on gun channels, so uh, That's awesome. He will get uh, number four right so I'll go over here and say uh, Number four is Travis And this will be number five. Six. Number five. Eight, six. Shoot. Oh, number six was the first order. That was actually yesterday, but I'm counting it because I've had an order all week and I appreciate it. And that was um first order from someone man, definitely every time you order leave some notes in there and I should probably start encouraging people to leave some notes just so I get some feedback you know uh, knowing uh, you know if you've got a specific uh, free patch for example on Fridays if you got a specific free patch I try to give you something that has something to do with what you ordered but if you know you're missing a specific one or you got one in mind Uh, Leave it as a note, and then uh, for sure, if you've got, like, a Gun Channels tag or somebody, we all know you by some name, uh, put it in there. This is someone in Houston who uh, did their first order yesterday. So if that person is out there, they are number five, right? Yeah. Number five. How are we going to put this? Is from Houston. T I N or E N? Houston? Owen's Owen. Owen. Why is it 10? Okay, so anyway, if someone's out there from Houston and you ordered yesterday and you ordered uh, the last 762 Oval, then are you on the Gun Channel side? Yeah, so tell me, which one do you want? Oh, they're waiting to tell me, and I'm waiting for him to tell me. So uh, that was number five, right? So now we mm-hmm. have four. I used to have a drum roll. i probably do the drum roll once in a while. 22. Or at least the Jeopardy music this whole time. <laughs> 22. Oh, This was a fifth order from DTP. So DTP is one of the few over here to gun channels. This is a community we built five years ago focused on firearms. And you go to the comics. there's like everything awesome. There's a comic section. And then you go to the uh, Soviet battle. And then you go to this one where you guys are... Running out of the van. That's DTP right there. He just won number six. Number cool. Six. <laughs> I love those comics. So if he's over on the Gun Channel side right now, is he? He knows the deal. There he is. Um, we got. We're waiting for roll call. They all have. Uh, that deck in there, so. And then uh, DTP is next. There was also, am I showing that over there? No, good. There's secrets going on on gun channels. I definitely give preference to the people that use a platform that's created by people who have a passion for sharing the Second Amendment on the internet. Um, And there may may not have been some Deals like uh, poster sets going out for whatever price people wanted to pay. Stuff like that. Um, stuff that's not for sale in the store, in other words. So um, we have one more, correct? Kind of farting around as we're waiting for roll call and then yep. DTP after that. So I guess we'll do that last one. I put that in there so now I can go back to random and one last one. 26. So it was a little bit weighted towards the last orders of the day. I don't I say I apologize, but it was random. But uh, people that ordered early got screwed. Hopefully, everybody. No, on one day
2: I order in the middle of the afternoon.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, it definitely seemed a little heavy towards the end. But um, again, appreciate everybody who participates. Uh, it definitely took some of the burden off. I just got, I was telling the guys earlier, I got a hundred and $70 electric bill and I am not used to that uh, so uh, that takes a little bit of that burden off for sure so this was uh, I think I'm trying to see I can I'm not good at translating who uses their names and who doesn't so I'm gonna let you guys help me with this person who I believe is not helping me with their email address okay That's somebody who goes by a handle, or is that just their name? I I think that's just a name. So this was somebody who just ordered on their third order, um, what, a couple minutes ago, 11.20 p.m. So uh, one of the last orders, and uh, they are number, and they are from Missouri. Missouri. All right, did we get an answer from Call? The brown one? What does he mean, the brown one? Which knife do you want? Let's just put it that way. What do you guys think? Is that uh, name in the side there that he just goes by his name? I think so. Or
2: maybe just the first initial. But I remember... Yeah,
0: I think it's just a name. I think it's first initial and last names is what he goes by. Okay, so if Johnson is out there from... What am I looking at? Top chat? Stupid YouTube. Stupid system over here. And then look, it tells me to remember to guard my privacy and live by their stupid rules on my own chat. It's
4: been doing that on everyone
0: I watch. Yeah, it does that to everybody. But on our own chats... So I'm just to see, does this thing work? Do you guys ever use this? See, it says that there's three people out there. I think there's more than enough, three of us out there.
2: Just the ones that's still on, yeah. I think it's I a time. I didn't see him on the chat tonight. But I have seen that name in here before.
0: Yeah, okay. So Steven is uh, the number seven. it's you because you're in ohio or no you're in michigan right wait where the hell is ape ape is in michigan right which screen sharing before i start showing everybody everybody's names so um thanks and thanks for you know that's probably less uh graceful than your fancy sweepstakes earlier today because i don't have your fancy software but uh I do have a bunch of fancy people uh, throwing money at me. So I really do appreciate that. Uh, It's allowing us to continue on. Um, We'll uh, see. We posted the um, um, Bannerman video. uh, And I'm going to try to do one more timeline video before that software dies. Um, And uh, got some ideas. I'm trying to contact some podcast people to. uh, trying to move the zero around, and uh, we might do something midday, see how that works, and uh, again, we'll uh, continue to evolve as uh, everything keeps moving here. So, uh, uh, yeah, finite is not Steve. So I'm going to quit trying to catch up, because I don't think that part of it worked real good live, but um, still haven't gotten anything back from uh row call as far as which one he wanted over there so that part didn't work out real well either but uh DTP if you want to throw in which one you want that's what'll go out uh again there's some offers over there on the uh, gun channels chat uh for anybody that wants to jump over there and take us up on those tonight and looks like Dan was out there I don't know if he wants to jump in we kind of went off into the, the giveaways and stuff for the pre-patch Fridays. Uh, is there any other tech stuff we wanted to talk about or any other uh, industry stuff? Heading off into the end of the year and then into SHOT Show. Probably plenty of topics out there. But don't need to keep everybody up, and we've been going for about an hour, so... Uh, thought somebody had asked a question out there earlier two hours actually i was gonna say i thought it was two hours oh snap i just saw the four after part yeah all right well i guess we were chatting for a while well we keep everybody up that's what we do so uh, i'm interested give us some feedback on uh what do you think of a noontime show and we might be cramming a noontime show uh down everybody's throats starting monday we'll see how that works and then uh getting together for some sort of a different thing in the evening or not. They'll give us some feedback. And uh, do you guys have anything going on before Monday or over the weekend? Nope. That's I'm it.
2: just doing the normal go to my daughter's stuff. so no, sounds probably not. You
0: ain't going to work, at least. That sounds fun.
2: ain't going to work. Nope. Not until 2019.
0: So if you do a
2: daytime show this next week, I'll be around. Right
0: on. Does anyone know if anybody's doing anything on the uh, gun channels this evening?
4: That man, uh, looks like uh, Angelina.
0: What is this all about? Canales de Armas el Noche. What does that mean? Ears of Guns. Of night. Pretty sure the translation is ears of guns of night. And I don't know what she's trying to say. She's not good at Spanish. Let's see.
2: Spanish. Two. English translation. Gun channels at night. Nachos of the month. I just put it through google translate
0: oh that's really what it means okay yeah gun channels at night okay so uh it says 20 questions if she has enough people so it sounds like if there's enough people in there they'll be doing one of those 20 questions types of chats which can be pretty fun learning about uh, what people are interested in doing and shooting and what kind of histories they've had and uh they might even talk about nachos so (laughs) Uh, thanks everyone for participating in the things that are going on. And remember the uh, Gun Owners of America has a, a fairly easy to deal with uh, way to deal to I guess uh, talk to your write a message to your representatives. I did that the other day and got a couple of boilerplate messages back. But at least it's uh, lighting a little fire. At least it's good letting those political strategists know that their gun owners are out here and we're disgruntled. Uh, if we don't do nothing, then we can expect nothing. So uh, Ghost will tell you, get out there and shoot. Uh, check out the uh, drill of the month, even though he didn't tell you. And he'll also tell you to turn your camera on and go shoot. right. Uh, freedom. Anybody got a... Uh,
2: to take us out on tonight? Cut me off
4: guard. <laughs> one up real quick.